Stewart, editor-in-chief of ComicallyInclined.com and your host for this podcast. And I am Blake Hickman, the social media manager. I'm Jared. I do stuff with content. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the closest I ever got. Yeah, so nailed, it. Yeah. Get it right nailed it. Nailed the He's our content producer. Yeah, content producer, Jared I genuinely forgot. Houchins. Houchins? Houchins? Good. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> also, we are uh, lucky enough to have a guest in the studio tonight. We have Aaron Thurman here. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Aaron, your, your, uh, your tattoo studio is called what? Monster Tattoo Studio. Monster yeah. Tattoo Studio. That's in Sykeston? Sykeston, Missouri, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, and if uh, on Facebook or if anybody wants to see his work, <laughs> I mean, it is all right here. There we go. I mean, the latest baby group right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it from here. It's, uh, it's fantastic. It looks good, man. Get compliments every week. I'm not even gonna lie. I swear to God, I've not been a week since we started on it that yeah. I do not go at least one compliment a week on this. Awesome, you're so now, cool, Blake. Aaron, you're you're a pretty big nerd yourself. Just a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's your time. Who's your favorite superhero? Favorite superhero? Yeah. Oh. Going against your head. Um, Darkhawk. Okay, deep pull too. Wow. Don't see a lot of Darkhawk comics anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. And when you do, it's terrible usually. Yep. I mean. Uh, he was a villain here most recently, right? Mm-hmm. They they turned him bad. But the cool original beans. run was really good. Well, tonight we are going to be doing a brand new Are You Done featuring Red Hood versus the Winter Soldier. We also have Blake still breaking down Avengers Disassembled with Make Mine Marvel. Um, but first, we're gonna we're gonna do some news. Blake, are you ready? I am ready. Let's go. This week on Rumor Mill. So, starting right off the bat, we have that the new awesome. trailers <laughs> on... Just keep talking. That was really good. Yeah, we need to address say, that just, for a yeah, second. Yeah, do the voice the whole fantastic. time through. All right. So, we have the new trailers just fucking popping up out of the ass. Literally. <laughs> we <laughs> we have, like, five more, like, TV spots. Little oh things they've, they've added in here and there. So, we have the new Electro suit. We're getting a lot more closer in, dialing on his suit. Yeah. A little bit more still on Jamie Foxx. We have, it's you can't deny it. It's a fucking triangle arc reactor. Yeah, that's on his it suit. Like it. Okay, yeah. along with the whiplash style suit, that's not an accident. No. There's a reason for this. I want to know the reason for this. So, what is y'all's take on this? This whole new suit with the Tony Stark, all of it, whiplash Tony Stark. Well, my initial response is that all of the villains are going to get a Tony Stark tech upgrade. Why? I mean, this man died as our savior, and so is he now pretty much going to be the freaking creator of all new villains? I Hail mean, Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs> For he died to save us all. <laughs> I would go so far as to say that them being in this universe gives them the opportunity to get a hold of some of Stark tech, but right. not necessarily Tony's going to give it to To me, that's, that is a lot of fucking... That's a, that's a lot of detail and steps to go. Let's get into this universe. Let's go find Tony Stark's, you know, tech, and then let's come back and fight Spider-Man. I know it's going to be a long movie, but my God, are we, do we have enough time to freaking tell all the <laughs> details that we need to know for them to go through all these steps? I mean, realistically, it could also just be that they're trying to draw you off of thinking about other stuff, and that's just a red herring, you know. Like, I mean, I I wouldn't I put past so, Marvel though. just to go, oh, let's do, you, do, let's see what happens I here. Mean, Doc Ock's arms in the trailer turn to the red and gold color scheme, right? And yeah. they're drawing it off of Peter's suit, is what it looks. Yeah, like no, 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 it, it definitely is because he pulls out the chess piece. 
So I mean, I think all the villains are getting an upgrade. I don't know if Vulture's going to be involved in that, but he's a prison. He, I'm he sticking was, he to it. He's a prison. Dark he, tech, he cannot admit that Vulture's going to be in this movie. He's like, I, I would not. Be. I would not agree with he's it. He's in more. He's in the Morbius trailer, uh, so he's he's definitely back out, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sticking so, with it till I'm proved wrong. <laughs> I'm going to say that. If the Willem Dafoe Green Goblin sticks around long enough to upgrade everyone else, he's no slouch when it comes to technology. Right. He's a genius in his own right in the Tobey Maguire universe. It's entirely possible that he's the he's one adapting. He's something of a scientist himself. Yeah. It's entirely possible that he's the one adapting Stark Tech to be used with the new villains. It's true. Um, I mean, we have seen the alternate Goblin suit. We know that it's going to change. Right. Um, I'm still... I still firmly believe that our Willem Dafoe Green Goblin is not going to make it very far into the movie. I think he dies very early on. I think we're getting... So tell me, do you, do you still think that this, like we were talking, do you think this is a, uh, a second Goblin, or do you think that is an upgraded version of Willem Dafoe? I think we're getting a second Goblin. I think me, we're going to get... I do too. I think we're going to get an MCU Green Goblin. All, all of the YouTubers I've watched, and everybody still, they still think, you know, they, they're like, we know it's CGI, so it's a blurred vision. But everybody's like, oh, it's definitely Willem Dafoe. It's definitely Willem Dafoe. I don't think it is. I really don't. I I, I think they did too. not zoom on him and make it a, a, a very prominent picture on purpose. I think they want to pe- keep people guessing. Uh, I really think it's not Willem Dafoe, though. <laughs> well, it's not Hobgoblin. Yeah. Well, every version of Hobgoblin we've gotten has been... Shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> that and Harry Osborn. Yeah, Demo Goblin. Time. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, and then uh, one of the other trailers we got Doctor Strange and Doc Ock talking. I think that that was released yesterday, uh, and uh, Doctor Strange is like, you know, is there a Spider-Man from the universe you're in? He's like, yeah. He's like, he points at Tom Holland. He's like, is this the Peter Parker from your universe? He's like, no. So that right there is just, I mean, that, that's <laughs> confirmation without confirmation that. Uh, I don't know. Marvel's pretty good about you know giving us red herrings. It could be nothing. Yeah, yeah. But we got Sony in there fucking it up. You know, giving a little twist. So yeah, I can't imagine them wanting to disappoint that many people. I don't either. You know, the hype has been built up too strong. If if they were doing it, they changed plans once everybody thought it was happening for sure. Like, there's no way we're definitely getting all three Spider Men. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, we're not going to have a an invisible punch to lizard. It'd be Miles Morales. As much as we would love that. It's not Miles. Come on. We also have our fact checker and human relations specialist, Ben, in the comments. Hi, Ben. Ben says hey to the chat. Hi, hi, Walt. <laughs> Mr. Uh, ben Stewart, the only guy that knows Danny's mind better than his own. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and, you know, if you really think about it, it's great uh, marketing and, and world-building setup because Spider-Man has been one of the most popular superheroes for such a long time, and the Spider-Man movies have grossed so much money, uh, you know, of themselves that to introduce the multiverse uh, mainly in the movie sphere with the Spider-Man like is a fantastic thing. Cause you know, people are going to come watch that. Like it's probably going to break uh, in game records most likely. So yeah. I, I, I feel like it's going to, and it's, I, 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 I like they've all been rumoring about in game level, in game level and deep down. I'd be like, bullshit. Ain't nobody gonna be able to top that man. They've already broke the freaking trailer record on, on it's true. Online yeah, stream coming in strong. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. So uh, then, also Sony being Sony and not knowing what the hell they are doing, <laughs> like usual, uh, they're going. They're doing a Sandman and Rhino separate spinoff films. Oh, cool! 
Because the you know, movie everyone's been looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, we've all been waiting for this. <laughs> Ho- I mean, hopefully, Paul Giamatti reprises his. Oh, epic I like Paul Giamatti as an actor. I mean, no, he I'll does a good actor, job at making you hate him in most things. How mad do you think he was when when they like his his uh, manager was like, "Listen, dude, if you put yourself in a mechanical rhino suit, you can be the villain for like another Spider-Man movie." He's like, "All right, cool, I'll do it. Fine, I'll do it." And then they go, "Yeah, we're not doing a third one." <laughs> no, I hated the mechanical <laughs> suit. I mean, uh, rhino. The mechanical suit's just awful. Yeah. Well, that's Ultimate Rhino. The, it is. It the is. robot suit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so where was I going with this? I don't, I don't know. know. But, I don't know. And Thomas Satan Church, I mean, he's not a bad actor, but I, I can't really see him doing a standalone Sandman movie, being able mean, to carry it. I really feel like they need another actor to even make that possible the, and successful. The crazy thing is, is what do you do with, uh, two Spider-Man villains for a whole movie that would allow it to be like you know something people would want to watch. It's Spider-Man villains that have historically never been heroes in their own right. Yeah. They have right. always just been rogue ki- rogue characters. And I don't think they have that much of a background like story set up. You know, they're not intricate like uh, um, Harry or uh, Norman Osborn. Sorry. My, my initial response to this is is I think that this is the thought process here. <coughs> Uh, Marvel was able to take no-name characters from the universe and make them some of the most popular movie characters of all time, right. i.e. Yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And Sony's looking at that, and they're thinking, well, who do we have that's not uh, not well-known? Kevin Foggy? That's who movie. they don't have, Kevin Foggy. Papa well, Foggy is who they don't have. Him. They need to yeah. let him run <laughs> Sony's uh, sell Marvel out. Just brand give it up, as well. Just sell out. But yeah. they were just like, hey, you know, we've got some Spider-Man characters. We'll make movies out of them. <laughs> but that's yeah. my concern is that Sony's going to do so well with this latest Spider-Man movie that they may consider breaking it off with Disney again. Man. That's a terrible idea. You it's know a terrible happen. idea, but it's Sony. No, you're right. I mean, they're greedy. They They really are greedy, and they do not like partnership. Otherwise, they wouldn't be... The way they have been. Yeah, but they also know they're riding on the curtails of a company that's given them lots of money for just using their characters. You know, like that's Sony's not coming fifty-fifty to the table with Marvel when it comes to all these movies that are coming out. I feel like sure. that's going to be a great case of fuck around and find out too. It's like take <laughs> sure. Spider-Man back from Marvel, they're going to turn around and buy Sony. Yeah, they bought Apple. You know, they were just like, we're just going to buy Apple. We're just going to buy Fox. <laughs> you know, we want the X Men back. We're just buying Fox. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd yeah, be super baller. Uh, so Hawk or uh, Quantumania, nothing like in deep detail, you know, <laughs> go on that. But they have wrapped up production, so you know we're making steps forward on that. Uh, of all the multiple things that are behind in the Marvel universe, that is not that is actually still on cue. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing is behind, and uh, I'm not sure what comes up <laughs> comes up after production, but. Production is wrapping up. So. Well, we're gonna post, get uh, post production. Yep, that's true. We're gonna get our King the Conqueror sooner rather than later, and that's right. Yeah, that's the big change in the MCU when right. we get that. Oh my yep. god. Yep. So, uh, really, other than that, what about Hawkeye, man? What do y'all think about Hawkeye? Well, I think we could probably break into Hawkeye after we do our top five. Probably. I guess we will <laughs> since you suggested it that way. Yeah. yeah bitch. <laughs> top five. <laughs> <laughs> Top five. All right, so top five tonight is top five super vehicles or vehicles used by 
pop characters, I guess. On this earth or not on this earth. For the yeah, record, really some, of, some of our list have strayed from reality when it comes to what the term <laughs> vehicle is, but uh, we'll allow it, I guess. <laughs> some of us have an imagination, so of us don't. An imagination? I have the best imagination in the whole world. This is true. All right, Blake, you want to fire off with your number five? <laughs> number five. It's kind of simple. It's not much of a vehicle. But Static Shock's flying saucer. <laughs> yeah. His trash can lid? What? Not, not, he started out with a trash can lid, but then he, you know, he got particles of metal that he would bring with Static together, and it would form a nice, smooth-looking platform to fly on. How it'll it'll always be a trash, trash can, can lid. lid. It's kind of a fancy trash can lid. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, who, who the hell wouldn't like want to have that at your willpower? Hey, I need to go here. I want to go that high, this high, this slow, or wherever. And just be like, whoop, saucer, standing on it. Boom, take off. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Do you know where Static Shock uh, comes from? We, we, I think we talked about this. Isn't Static Shock a DC uh, character? Yeah, he is. Well, huh. Milestone. Milestone, yeah. yeah. That's I, weird. I like to throw a DC in every once in a while. You know, I'm, tr- I'm trying to be not biased, huh. even though they mostly suck. But, okay. uh, yeah, I'm trying. I'm really That's trying. Are you, are you all right? I'm great. That's, <laughs> that's tough. Jared, number five. <laughs> My number five comes from uh, the movie Tron, the Tron light, light Cycle. I always nice. thought they were fantastic in the fact that you could hold them in a little rod and then jump out and do it. Although I don't think they'd work in the real world, but, you know, in the world of Tron, they're pretty freaking cool. But, yeah, so short and sweet, Tron Light Cycle. I just think they're really freaking cool. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, Aaron, what's your number five? Uh, the Mirage from Silverhawks. 80s cartoon. Nice. Uh, piloted by Bluegrass, the, played the guitar, the only Silverhawk that couldn't fly, so he'd stand on top of the ship, shoot the other Silverhawks out of it, and play Hot Licks, his guitar, and which made laser music. <laughs> huh. laser yeah. music. So Silverhawks came out around the same time as the Thundercats. Uh, same company. Yep. Uh, and they were kind of like a, a great uh, amalgamation of Thundercats and Battle of the Planets. They were bird-like creatures, but they also had the like vehicles that they flew through space and fought. Very cool show. I love Thundercats. <laughs> My number five is Kit from Knight Rider. Ugh, classic. Yeah, yeah classic. Uh, <laughs> Super you know, classic. I would have picked David Hasselhoff, but he's you know he's only ever been a vehicle for SpongeBob. Well, and he's Patrick. my number three, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blake, uh, Ben, number. Five is the USS Enterprise. Ugh, you suck, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> and we well, got Heather's too. Yeah, we didn't give a lot of great rules as to what like the size of the vehicle needed to be, but I think sure. that a battleship <laughs> might be a, a bit big. Yeah. Hey, I, I almost did the helicarrier for uh. I mean, I've, for I've got a big spaceship on my list. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get Heather's number five, the Nautilus submarine from *Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen*, which I feel like is one of the most underrated movies. Oh, it was so good. That was so good, and I have been waiting for almost two decades for a sequel. <laughs> also, because. Sean Connery did not die. That man did not die, and he's still coming back. Well, he's, well, I mean, he's, he's dead, dead in real, real life. I uh, know. But, hey, we can CGI. I mean, I, we did no, uh, I think No, that's okay. We shouldn't do that. I don't think we should ever do that. Ugh. That's, ugh. that's. We did Carrie Fisher. Yeah. And that kind of not yeah, really but that's, out. Uh, have, have we all seen the new Ghostbusters? Oh, you're right. 30 minutes not, of yeah. it. Okay. Long as you can see them and not speak, I mean, we're yeah. good. <laughs> no, it's okay. You can talk about it. Go ahead. It's fine. No, it's a. Uh, no, I really kind of do want to talk we'll about it. We'll hit it later. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Blake. Uh, number four. Uh, number Speaking four. of the Nautilus, 
the Nautilus car <laughs> that Captain Nemo has, which is like a super stretched, almost kind of like a, I don't know. Uh, Rolls Royce? Yeah, like Rolls Royce slash Batman Mobile kind of white style look. Uh, for that time era, we turn of the century, you know. Uh, it's really cool. I, I, I really enjoyed it, and uh, pretty good detail and uniqueness to it. For a movie that was so awful that it ended Sean Connery's acting career, it is a shock that we have two choices from it on the. Is it in the his top acting five. Did you guys just <laughs> recently yeah, watch this movie? He swore or off making movies after no. it. I feel like they were watching this movie this afternoon and were like, "Oh crap, I need." Do, do you one. hate it? <laughs> no, I, I don't hate it. I don't. Any do you not nerd, like it? Can I finish my goddamn sentence? I'm really <laughs> upset right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's hardly any nerd movie that I just straight hate. Sure. Um. It's got some redeeming qualities. It's not terrible the whole way through, but it's a big change from the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen comics. Mm -hmm. And it was so critically panned, not fan-panned, but critically panned that Sean Connery swore off making any more movies after it came out. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was his last film. That's sad, because I just love the creativity of it. I mean, Tom Sawyer, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, Mina Harkness, or Harker, I mean, uh... Dorian well, Gray. Yeah, Dorian. I love Dorian. I love the story of Dorian Gray. Like, wh- who is that? Oscar Wilde that wrote that book? You've actually read the book? Yeah, I've read the book. The oh, actual I've old tried book. so many times and I get bored and put it down. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. It took me a minute to get through it. I'm not going to lie. And it was only like that thick. I know. It's a, like a little velvet covered book. <clears throat> but, uh, like, the idea of someone taking all these characters, though, and shoving them together to make, I don't know. I just really enjoy it. I don't know. Like, Invisible Man. Like I mean. everything adapted from an Alan Moore comic, it just doesn't stand up to yeah. the original story. Jared, you're number four. So my number four comes from the world of Harry Potter, and that's uh, Harry Potter's Firebolt uh, from, uh, what was that, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. So yep. 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 don't fact check that. That's right. Thank you, Heather. It is. We just watched <laughs> it the other night. I, you know, I always was a big fan of Quidditch and just flying on brooms in, in the first place. But, you know, being a kid in, in school and having bullies have better things than you and then being able to get, like, the best thing, you know, that I just that always spoke to me. And I just love that whole thing. And uh, so, yeah, my number four is uh, Harry Potter's uh, Firebolt. Nice. Suck on that. <laughs> Aaron, your number four. Uh, my number four is Immortan Joe's Giga Horse <gasps> from Mad Max. Oh, my God. You know, the giant vehicle welded together from 259 Coupe de Ville's. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the fact that they made those vehicles right. in real life yeah. for the movie was just... How cool is that? I know. So cool. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, it was a good Furiosa is one of my favorite characters of all time <laughs> as well. So, Ugh, such We've a good got... Movie. You could have picked so many vehicles from that movie. You could have. Ben's number four is Tetsuo's Motorcycle from Akira. Um, One of the greatest anime of all time and one of the greatest characters from an anime of all time. Uh, Tetsuo's Motorcycle is iconic. It's on literally everything Akira-related. And most people, even if they don't know Akira, they still know the motorcycle when they see it. I don't know either, so. Oh, I have the... I have if the you figure saw a picture there, of it, you'd be like, oh, that's yeah. that anime motorcycle. Oh, I mean, gosh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I love Akira. Um, Akira. Heather's number four, Punisher's Battle Van. Nice. <laughs> it's a great choice. Wow. Yeah. Keep going with Punisher. So, uh... Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my number four is the TARDIS from Doctor Who. Uh, the name stands for Time and Relative Dimension in Space. It is a a blue box, a 
classically looks like a police call box, but it's actually an enormous spaceship that's bigger on the inside. It it goes on forever. That's what, um, that's can what she travel said. through both time and space, um, forward, backwards, <laughs> and at certain points through dimensions. Um, piloted by the Doctor, uh, stolen in the very first episode of the series, and he has been driving it around since the 60s. So, Can, can I make a confession? Sure. I've never watched Doctor Who. Never seen a single episode. Can I make a confession? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. I've only seen two episodes of Doctor Who. Wow. So, together we've seen two episodes of Doctor <laughs> Who. With your powers combined. Yeah. Oh, I've seen a you lot of a Captain Planet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I strongly recommend... Um, if you can get through the Chris Eccleston season and sure, get sure. to the the David Tennant season, David Tennant is the best doctor. Really? Yeah. Speaking of and, things I haven't seen, I, I ran into Jesse do the other day at Lowe's. Yeah. He just stopped me in the parking lot. He's like, "You need to come over and watch." I think is it abridged or a bridge? Yeah. yeah. Did you see a bridge? He's like, seriously. He's like, yeah. Stop putting it off. You have to come over. He lives like a street over for me. He's like, you got to start watching this. If you're behind on Dragon Ball Z or just want to get caught up to it but you don't want to invest the hours and hours it takes to complete the series if you go to youtube and search dba it's dragon ball abridged um they cut the episodes down to about five minutes and the arcs total take maybe like 45 minutes to watch and it is phenomenal it's hilarious and it gives you the entire story nice blake you're number three number three is green hornets black beauty yeah, it's a, I mean, it's, it's kind of vehicle. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like you know a little bit better than James Bond's vehicle. It's pr- I mean, pretty similar, you know, wow. same kind of stuff. I mean, it's got it's a lot, a lot of similar stuff. I mean, guns that pop out. Uh, I, I guess it's got a little bit more, a little bit more tech than James. What kind Bond. of vehicle is that? I honestly it's don't. It's a know. Lincoln, isn't it? It's it's, it's an old. I was maybe. It might be Ben. If you could check yeah. that, please. I thought it's an <laughs> old. I it was an old model black car. A lot of cool gadgets on it. Yeah. Be rolling around incognito and then boom, smoke somebody. Yeah, and you just got Bruce Lee running around in the driver's oh, seat. Oh, God, yeah. Cruising around town. Jared, you're number three. I am currently looking at my list again. Uh, <laughs> my number three is the Bat Pod from the Dark Knight series. One of my favorite of all of Batman's vehicles. Uh, I just love the fact that he had a motorcycle. Oh, that's pretty cool. And, and honestly, in a movie of great scenes, that was one of my favorite scenes. You know, he, he just crashed his vehicle. Uh, you know, you think, oh, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, uh, the Batmobile just starts. Uh, like shaking around, and then the bat pod comes out, just smooth motion, and he just go keeps going after. And him. the way the tires spin. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And, oh my and it God. actually, I don't think that worked, but they built a bat a bat pod that was a functional motorcycle for the movie. So huh. I mean, that actually exists in the real world. Like, what part don't you think worked? The spinning of the wheels sideways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think that's something they did. maybe not. Yeah. But yeah, That's the the motors being inside of the wheels is yeah. so fucking cool. Yeah, it's a 1930, 1937 Lincoln. Gotcha. Boom, nice. Uh, and uh, uh, James Bond uh, drove an Aston Martin DB5, uh-huh. a little classic one. So, just saying, it's better than a nineteen thirty <laughs> whatever Lincoln. I don't know, head to head, like more classy. Listen, listen, if chicken I presented you two cars, an Aston Martin or a nineteen thirty seven Lincoln, whatever, <laughs> which one are you gonna go with? 
Yeah, I'll wait. I'm going to pick the Lincoln. Shut your mouth. The Lincoln's, you shut your the Lincoln's mouth. got cooler tech. I, I mean. Pure retail value. You can get you can get half a mil off that Aston Martin. That's true. <laughs> Whatever. Well, I have the Ford emblem tattooed on my arm. For I, Christ's sake. Can I just I say, never I've known that. you for a while, and I don't I don't remember ever seeing that tattoo. This is the first time that I've noticed that tattoo. Ooh. I've never noticed that. Yeah, I, that's so strange. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you said when Aaron. he's giving us reach arounds, it's in the dark. So Aaron, <laughs> number three. Uh, my number three is ship from X Factor. It's actually a celestial spaceship monolith that landed on Earth. Hmm. And Apocalypse was the first, well, actually Saul from the externals was the first mutant to come across it. And Apocalypse came up, beat him, took the ship for himself. And that's where all of Apocalypse's technology comes from. Oh, X Factor nice. actually which is the original X-Men team, actually take the ship from Apocalypse. But huh. That's what that. makes Apocalypse Apocalypse is the celestial technology he took from ship. That's pretty cool. Huh. I did not know that. Interesting. Yeah, and Sabiner, the first mutant. Uh, nice. My number three is the Milano from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Star-Lord ship. What a great Star-Lord pick, ship from Guardians of the <laughs> Such Galaxy. Such a great pick. I know it's such a beautiful hybrid. I I feel it like it skirts the the size and efficiency of the Millennium Falcon with the sleek steering and ability of an X-wing, and it kind of molds the two together. I, if if the Millennium Falcon and an X-wing were to have a sexy baby, it would be the Milano. No. I don't. What's he? Oh, is he? Yeah. What am I doing? Huh? What a son And of a back bitch. to the podcast. Danny's number three, the Milano. Danny, we're having a private conversation, okay? Leave us yeah. alone. Can you can you do your private com- private conversations into the mic so I can hear them? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, it's just such a fun ship. It's oh, yeah. so it's so fun to see them flying it and, and sure. especially the scene where Rocket and Quill are fighting on their way through the asteroid belt. And taking turns like controlling it. That's just so fun. It's uh, uh, it's the best vehicle with the best soundtracks in it. That music's all right. Yeah. That's fantastic. Blake. Oh, wait. Uh, Ben's number three (laughs) is Hot Rod from the original Transformers Generation 1, a Lamborghini Centario. And Heather's number three is the Black Pearl from Pirates of the Caribbean. She's she's like. Yeah. That's a really good. That's a really good choice. It is. Blake, you're number two. Iron Man's armor. Okay, how is that a vehicle? <laughs> you could get around in it. You literally, it's armor. You physically upset me today when Danny told me, or when I read that, and I was like, I mean, uh, round, 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 no. round, I get around in Iron Man's armor. That's a vehicle in itself. <laughs> Listen, how many times do you think Iron Man said, hey, I'm going to go out and grab some uh, some food, and I'm going to take the Iron Man armor? Uh, probably all the times that he want to go to another country to get like some food from Paris or, or wherever, uh, from Spain. He probably, he literally probably did that and brought it back. How to is him he and bringing Pepper. the food back? Pro- man, he's got nanotech. He can literally form a backpack on the back. You know, it don't even care. I mean, how many times he used it for a beer run? Yeah, <laughs> he did fly I mean, the armor to a donut shop in right. Iron Man too. Yeah, so yeah, but that's different. He ate the donuts there. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's true. So you're, it, he he got there. He, it gets I, just, some, it gets I feel like there. you're 
You're really stretching vehicle with the Iron Man armor. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd say that too if it wasn't on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, you're number Get two. Wrecked, fool. <laughs> so my number two comes from one of my most beloved worlds, and that's the world of Halo. And this is the Scorpion uh, tank from Halo 2 specifically. If any of you guys remember playing Halo 2, the uh, – the, um, Never played it. <laughs> you're missing out. <laughs> the part of the campaign where you get the get the scorpion and you go up the uh, um, the bridge and just oh my god, it's so freaking cool. But the, like in Halo lore, the scorpion tank was one of the few things that the Covenant actually feared as much as they feared the Spartans because like it could turn the tide of the battle in the favor of the UNSC. So like I just always thought that was crazy. Like they didn't really fear hardly anything, but they feared two things, and that was Spartans and scorpion tanks. Well, Oh, hey, what's up, man? That's my buddy Chris. <laughs> and in case any of y'all are wondering, them questioning my Iron Man's armor, Ben, our fact checker, because he's the fact checker, agreed that he thinks Iron Man's armor is spot on. So, <laughs> Well, oh, good. Ben, you had a good run as the spot checker guy. I, you know, we'll, we'll have to put an spot ad Spot checker? Up. Whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> Aaron, Whatever. what's your number two? Uh, my number two is the Silver Surfer's board. Oh, yeah. yeah, I thought about that. I mean, it's just the easiest mode of transportation through the galaxy. And he's True. even said before that the reason he does travel on a board is because any kind of ship or anything would take away from the experience. And uh, he likes to experience everything around him. Yeah, there's no better way to experience it than right there I in mean, your face. Right in the middle of it. Right. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to hang 10 through the galaxy? Seriously. It's true. That's a great one. <laughs> That's what you do. That's what you do on a surfboard. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him do that. <laughs> well, I mean, Nor- uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like so Norrin Red doesn't even does. know what a surfboard is. You right. Know? Right. And actually, yeah. Galactus, in one episode, I can't remember, not episode, but issue, he uses a personal mode of transportation that resembles a surfboard, but it's clear. Mm-hmm. And I guess he based you know, Silver Surfer's mode of transportation on something he used. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. They're yeah all that, just, that's uh, a great one. They're all just surfer boys, you know? <laughs> and it makes a good shield in uh, Planet Hulk. Yep. So, my number two is Ghost Rider's Hell Cycle. Uh, originally created by Mephisto for Johnny Blaze. It's made out of pure hellfire. Um, the wheels are constantly burning, and it can be controlled by Ghost Rider, not just while he's riding it, but while he's not riding it, he can make it do things too. So um, it's kind of a, a nightmare for villains, the, the Hell Cycle. And hopefully we'll be seeing it in the MCU here soon. Or the, the Challenger from uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the new one. Because hmm. the, the new Ghost Rider drives a Challenger instead hmm. of a motorcycle. Um, Ben's number two was Cloud's motorcycle from Final Fantasy VII Advent Children, which if you've seen that movie, it's the the Final Fantasy movie that Square Enix released. It contains like 10 independent swords in the back of it that combine to make one giant buster sword. It's really cool. <laughs> Heather's number two is Shadow Fax from Lord of the Rings, king of all the horses, uh, Gandalf's horse that he gets in Two Towers. Um, Come, say- Shadow Fax, show, show me the meaning of speed. I, I would say Shadowfax is a better example of a vehicle than Iron Man's armor. I would say so. Yeah, you ride on it. Yeah. It's not clothing. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. What do you think, Blake? Blake, you're uh, number hey, ben, one. Like, ben, what do you think? <laughs> uh, Millennium Falcon. Yeah? Yeah. 
I mean, mainly just because I want to do the Kessel Run. So, <laughs> you know, it and the Millennium Falcon's a lot like the Milano, but it's just better. You know, oh, it's just better. Oh my god! You know, the Milano's cool, but it's only cool like if the Millennium Falcon and uh, you know X Wing both like ate a good healthy, you know, dinner. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah, and they yeah, took yeah. a big shit. And the yeah. Milano came out. It's yeah. pretty cool, but not as cool as it, the the. Milano is a lot like the Millennium Falcon. Like the, you take all the good parts, and that's Millennium Falcon, and then all the shitty parts are the, are right, the Milano. Right. So yeah, the beat yeah. up, destroyed, kind yeah, 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 for barely sure, hanging for sure, on for sure. parts. So yeah. oh, cool, cool, cool. That's a really good pick, man. For your number one, appreciate. what's your number one? So my number one uh, is an X-wing, uh, mainly oh, uh, Luke Skywalker's X-wing. That is X-wing. so much better than Milano. Yeah. It's, it's mean, a lot like, like the Milano, far. but better it's like in every even way. It, even with the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. So. There you God. go. Yeah. Can't get much better than R2. You can't. Yeah. Really can't. Just, yeah. Oh. You got your best friend in the back. Good times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Aaron, what's your number one? Yeah. Well, my number one relates to his number two, I think it was, is Ghost Rider's Hell Cycle. Mine is Vengeance's Hell Cycle. If you're not familiar with Vengeance, he's a black-skulled, spiky, Hulk-physiqued version of Ghost Rider that was created by Mephisto, and the... Uh, First Nicolas Cage movie, the motorcycle they actually use in that movie is patterned after Vengeance's Hell Cycle oh. instead of Ghost Riders. Okay. Uh, it, it was the first cycle with the big skull front end. Right. And, uh, the cool thing about his cycle is that when Mephisto created it, he actually infused the motorcycle with innocent blood so Ghost Rider would instinctively hunt this bike down wherever it was because it just oozes innocent blood. Huh. Oh, wow. That's pretty intense. Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, my wow. God. Well, I mean, he is the devil of more. Right, right. Sure, yeah. sure, 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 sure. I expect him to do nice guy things. Huh? That's true. <laughs> wow. My number one is the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Specifically, the Batmobile from the Dark, or, uh, the Batman Arkham series. Oh. Uh, I think that's the coolest version of the Batmobile. It's the best example of all the cool things that it can do. Climb buildings, drift, cannon, go into tank mode. Um, out of all of the versions we've seen between the movies, TV shows, cartoons, that's probably, for me, that's my favorite one. Um, Adam West yeah. version. Yeah. <laughs> you, oh. I, honestly, I thought Batflex uh, uh, Batmobile was my favorite of all of them. It just seemed like it was a freaking tank, man. Chris Sale just asked, is that Aaron Thurman? <laughs> it sure <laughs> that, is. That is Aaron Thurman. <laughs> do you, you do Chris Sale's tattoos? Chris, Chris, does he no, know your tattoo? So, yeah. Chris has a uh, uh, scorpion and a uh, uh, Sub Zero tattoo on his. I know arm. Chris Hell. I did not do his scorpion and Sub Zero tattoo. Yeah, yeah, they're really cool though. They are fantastic. Cool. Tattoos. I've seen them. Yeah. He's so like, Ben's I, number one is the Serenity ship from Firefly, which you know, is one you know of Firefly? my favorite series. Yeah, well, I don't watch think it do. religiously. Mm. Quote it all day long. Um, Heather's number one was. Wave Rider. Wave Rider from Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, that's their spaceship. Yeah. Their space and time ship. Yes. All right. Who's the main British character in that? The guy that was the captain of it? Rip. Yeah. I always like that name. Yeah. You say Rip? Rip Taylor? No, he's not Rip Taylor. He's on Yellowstone. (laughs) It's Rip. uh, Rip. Hunter? Chungus? Rip Rip Hunter. Rip Hunter. Hunter. What a cool name. He's played by the character or the actor that played Rory in Doctor Who, and he was the Doctor's uh, companion, sure for for a while. So. Very cool. And then he got to be his own kind of Doctor Who type character, playing Rip Hunter in uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Ben nice. says, "Have you not seen Firefly?" I've seen Firefly. I've seen Firefly a couple of times. 
Um, I really like the series, but Jared has watched it so many times that he can quote the entire series take from my beginning love, to end. Take my land. I love and, uh, <laughs> so whenever I couldn't immediately quote everything that he quotes, he's decided I'm not a Firefly fan. Danny once <laughs> said, quote unquote, Firefly is a stupid show and I don't like it. <laughs> that's true. That's that's oh, wow. verbatim exactly what he said. And Jared cried when I said that. I, he, it was, I didn't cry. I got emotional. But it was an emotional <laughs> moment on the was, job it site. It was an emotional sure. moment. So that is our top five. Make sure that you are listing your top fives in the comments. Um, we always look forward to seeing what everybody else thinks. This week was top five vehicles. Aaron, what do you think would be a good idea for top five next week? Ooh, top five next week. Top five underrated villains. Top five underrated right. villains. Oh, that's actually right. really interesting. Yeah, that yeah. is really like interesting. That. So uh, next week we'll be doing top five underrated villains. We look forward to sharing that with you and with you guys sharing with us. Ben said this show's a shame if you can't quote more than Jared. <laughs> <laughs> that's good for me, right? I won that. You I, won. I think. I think so. <laughs> Yay, I won. All right, <laughs> let's move on to the next thing. <laughs> Yeah, Ben said a rhino and Sandman, apparently. <laughs> Stop it. Top five. Gold star, gold star. Oh, so. All right, Jared earned his gold star for that. He did. Thank you, Ben. Yeah, so Disney Plus dropped Hawkeye. Two uh, episodes. At 2 a.m. this morning, or midnight, if you're in... Uh, LA, LA, I guess. Yeah. LA. Not disappointed. I'm not disappointed. I'm I not can't even speak on it. A huh? little disappointed. I can't speak on it. I, seen uh, it I had to choose what I wanted to watch, and the second part of Kevin Smith's Masters of the Universe Revelation won out for me. That just came okay. out? Oh, yeah. Oh, what are we doing here? I know. That's so, so, <laughs> I know what I'm so doing good. after this. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Y'all yeah, want to go back to Red Bank? <laughs> One of the things. <laughs> <laughs> So hey, Red Bank was nice. Uh, I, no complaints I, it's about the our time in Red downtown Bank. I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah, Red Bank was beautiful. Some but, weird uh, things that were super nice about it. Yeah. I think. I mean, I thought it was a good. Um, I I thought it was nice to see Hawkeye in everyday life, especially yeah. post like Avengers kind. You know, pretty much retired yeah. superhero, and he you could just tell he's weary. You know, he lost that. Uh, went through the whole end game thing. Uh, is using his the the fact that they uh used. Like him being a superhero and uh, just having wear and tear, and then he had his. Um, that's why he's got his hearing aid now. It's a really great yeah. reference to the comics. Mm. So, it, so it, if you were a fan of the show back in the BJ times before Jared, you will remember <laughs> that I called the hearing aids. He did. Boom! <laughs> he did. Anyway, he, he really did. Feel good about 100%. that. One, huh? I do. I feel really uh, good about that. Yeah, in the comics, he was he was deaf, correct? Or like he had, yes, he has he's hearing impaired. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, it's cool seeing how modest he is. Like he really doesn't even want to be known as an, an Avenger. Well, I mean, if you think back, I mean, Hawkeye was you know uh, working for the government, you know, and was kind of a basically like a spy slash you know whatever they needed him to be. Right. So I mean, his job wasn't necessarily to be in the spotlight for Nat sure. and him to join. The Avengers and become like public figures probably was a bigger uh, step for them than it was for all the other Avengers because they sure. were coming out in the limelight, going, "Hey, you know, we are who we are." So, yeah, I could see why he'd want to kind of fade back into. That's uh, true, obscurity. and the whole thing with him going out for vengeance and killing people as Ronan and being scared of that coming back on his family. 
He'd been doing missions like that for S.H.I.E.L.D. long before that, too, so probably being in the limelight's not necessarily good for him anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just love how they tied all of it in. Even back to the 2012 inspiration part, you know, where, where she's just, like, inspired by him, by him saving her and him not knowing and just, I don't know, I, I love how they tied it all in together. <laughs> Which is similar to the comics. Um, she gets kidnapped in the comics, and then Hawkeye saves her, and her dad is kind of a villain. Her, her parents are both villains in the comics, and uh, she gets kidnapped, and Hawkeye defeats everybody and saves her, and that's what sure. made her want to emulate him I, as she grew I, up. I, I truly feel like that her dad in this in the MCU was going to be more of a good guy, yeah. Uh, you know, and then he died, which I feel like is real shady and very convenient, like maybe a murder cover up by her mom. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's what I was thinking. You too. know, the whole thing with her mom was like, you know, she's even asking, like, as her mom picks her up. Is daddy okay? She just ignores her. Just ignores her. Takes off running with her. Tells her we gotta go. And, and then like she tells her like before the attack happens, she's like, "Oh, let me run downstairs. I'll be back up here." Well, what the hell is she going downstairs for? <laughs> yep. And and you know throughout this like and I mean without spoilers, well I wouldn't even get into it. We've we'll talk about spoilers. it later. Oh, I don't want to do it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I thought it was great. They haven't really had Hawkeye be full Hawkeye yet. He hasn't he hasn't donned any suits. He hasn't shot he hasn't even shot a bow and arrow yet. Right. Um, yeah. through the first two episodes. So I mean they're they're That's really it. kind of trying to establish him as like a, you know, real life you know, person outside of his superhero persona. So that's really In the cool. two episodes, we're already a third way through the season because there's only that's six true. episodes. Only six Is there episodes. really only six episodes? Only six episodes. Well, in <laughs> the comic nuts. series, he doesn't suit up very much in that whole comic arc it's based on, Not though, really, does he? No. Really? Yeah. And it, isn't it so nuts that we are now in, like, the golden age of Marvel, uh, uh, like, I guess, cinema or TV or whatever? Silver Age. Silver Age. But, like, the fact that we went from... And I guess in longevity, like we went from you know hope hope to God Iron Man works out to now we're pumping out new content like each month, you know, mm-hmm. like and, and I mean yeah we we went through the main characters and now we're starting to do secondary ones, but the fact that like this yeah. stuff sells like and this series is going to lead right into No Way Home. Yeah, right. <clears throat> I mean, could you imagine too if right after Avengers, like Kevin Feige pitched uh, Disney, like hey, I want to do a standalone Hawkeye six six part miniseries. They would have probably like right, no, dude. yeah. Like, Nobody's going even for that. even then. They were like, no, that's not going to happen. Like, so it's just crazy how. Uh, well, look how long it took is. just to get Black Widow a solo film, right? Yeah, true. See it's how true. well that went too. Yeah, it, I mean, no, it made its money. Yeah, I was really curious to see like what where this leads to with the uh, the mom and new boyfriend. Obviously, we so all... he's Swordmaster. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Swordmaster. And I, I felt like something shady about her mom too, though. I think so too. She's from she, what I from what I've gathered, she's in bed with the kingpin, and that's we're gonna get the. Well, I feel like that's where Echo comes in though. Is is with the kingpin? Because in uh, what is it the Matt Fraction series? Is that right or no? Yeah, it's uh, Echo's like. It's a weird thing, actually. Like Echo's in with the kingpin, and then she finds out that kingpin killed her father, maybe or somebody. And then, right. and then she goes back and forth or whatever, but then she ends up working against the kingpin, which yeah. obviously I, I truly feel like this is where they're going to bring in, if, I hope they do, Vincent DeFario's kingpin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the rumor is that Vincent DeNofrio is going to show up later in the season. Gotcha. Well, I mean, in the, in the comics, he's at the auction bidding on the tape with Hawkeye in it. Really? Yeah. Gotcha. But, yeah, it's, it's exciting. I, I really feel like, I mean, 
there's nothing to complain about in these first two episodes it's at all. It's already better than Falcon and Winter Soldier. <gasps> Bad as I don't want to say it, it is. It is. <laughs> I, and I, and, Falcon and, and Winter Soldier was just an action movie cut into parts. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's, is this coming from? I just, uh, out of... Out like, of every Disney Plus series, that's my least favorite. Scarlet Witch yeah. is my... I think WandaVision, WandaVision drug a lot, but I think that I like, I like Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think Falcon and Winter Soldier just felt like it was a segue to something bigger. Yeah, like it never really did anything. Well, I don't feel like they even like had Sam earn the suit. Like I really don't feel like they're like, ah, had the people of Wakanda make this, put it on. When it was just a group of flag smashers instead of yeah. an actual flag smasher. And and then they're like, you know, give this speech that's not that great at the last episode. You know, I don't know. What are you talking about? He cured racism. Yeah, yeah Blake, tell us <laughs> what you solved. didn't like specifically about the new black Captain America speech at the no, end of I the like Sam being Captain America. I, I really do. It doesn't seem like it. No, I feel like the story should have been better. All right, like, hey, like, all right, hey Captain- clo- close your eyes and tell me what you envision when you think of a new Captain America. <laughs> all, right, all, right, like, all right, here's what I – all right, if they're going to give him the suit like they did in Falcon Winter Soldier, all right, Captain America 4, which I talked on last week slightly, says that, you know, they're really going to put him through the ringer. They're really going to make him earn the title in the suit. Well, I feel like they should have did that when he – when he got the suit, it shouldn't be a post movie after he's gotten the suit to make him earn it. I mean, what's what's the fucking point of that? I mean, honestly, I think he preaching to the choir. I think brother. earning the shield from Cap is a is a go ahead to have whatever suit that he wants to. Really, I mean, well, Cap no. already said, "Hey, dude, you you should be the next Captain America." He wasn't going, "Hey, just hold this until we find another person." Like, <laughs> so I mean, if the man that literally wore the stars and stripes on his chest and freaking you know like. Is Captain America says you're good enough to be Captain America? Nobody else should be checking IDs on you, man. Like they should just go, yeah, cool, you're good, go ahead. But it's cool. Yeah, are you done? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I think but, I uh, can go along. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do like Sam as Cap. I, I really do. I, I think he's great. I just like him as an actor. Let alone, I do think his character is great. I just, I don't know. It was just very flat. That the whole season was just very flat to me. I agree. I think it was, it was a good idea. Um, it looked good on paper, and it should have worked better than it sure. did. I think that it never really brought it. Correct. There I was mean, a couple exciting moments in it, but everything seemed really predictable. I wasn't caught off guard by anything. Right. And it, it I lacked think the, a good villain. Huh? It yeah. lacked a good villain. And I, I mean, think Zemo the plot, was there, and they didn't capitalize on him all that much. That's true. They did but, really. They really. You're right. For real. The plot twist at the end was Shannon Carter. Sharon Carter. Mm-hmm. If anything in the MCU that's been done over the past over a decade, that was their first big filler. Yeah, that, that it was a filler. Jared, I really liked uh, Falcon <laughs> and the Winter Soldier. I feel like you're done with this conversation. Are you done? Yeah, I'm currently done right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, Wait, with that, I'm so mad right now. I don't know. Are we, we're queuing into something? We or are. What are we? What are we queuing into? Are you done? <laughs> I thought we were doing Make Mine Marvel first. That we always do Make Mine Marvel. You know what? <laughs> hey, welcome back to Comically Inclined. Danny's stupid and doesn't remember the order in which things work. Jesus Christ. How is it in the world that I'm the one that's going, hey dude, this is the order that's happening? But they did say, Are you done? like twice. <laughs> yeah, but they got they got me it's they the got the vinegar order. boiled He's right. inside of me. So that was on me. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I, I said it just to get him to shut up. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Ben says that they had to do a ton of rewrites because of COVID on Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, let's blame it all everything on COVID. Uh, sure. Uh, 
Yeah. So Anyways. Blake, uh, <laughs> I love comic books. I, I I'm a big fan of DC. I'm a big fan of uh, Dark Horse, big fan of Milestone, big fan of Wildstorm, Image. Uh, but you feel a particular way about your comics, and how is that? I have to make my Marvel. This week on Make Mine Marvel, uh, we are still in the Avengers Disassembled uh, series. Still? Still. <laughs> there's a lot of freaking comics in this series. It really is. How slow do you read? Uh, pretty slow. <laughs> I have this thing when I start to read, I start to fall asleep. He's a ca- 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 couch. <laughs> yeah. Today, Junior. Peeing your pants is the coolest. But anyways, Captain America, we're back on him again, but him solo. And it is a Super Patriot Part One. Uh, this so one, he's not old man Cap anymore. No, what the hell? <laughs> I I know. I'm not sure where this is all going. But the rest of the series is Avengers disassembled with no particular character. So hopefully all these freaking characters tie in somehow. It's funny uh, you said Super Patriot. Uh, you thought of Image? Yeah, Super Patriot. Yeah. Do what? Actually, I thought about the. Marvel versus DC crossover in the 90s when he was Super Soldier, oh, and it okay. was the hybrid Superman and <laughs> Captain America. Yes. But I was thinking Super Patriot, but I was... So, anyways, this is actually a one issue on this. There's not two or three or four. Uh, Just but, not a lot of good Captain America stories, you know? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. This was enjoyable. It was good. Yeah. I, I really wish there was actually more uh, series up to this, this Captain America one. Uh, so, he starts off with him fighting Hyde. Uh, I guess like Mister Hyde. Yeah, is that in Marvel? Oh, yeah. That's who it looked like. It looked like Mister oh, Hyde. It's He's straight. Mister Hyde. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. Straight fist fist fighting him. Uh, straight no. fisting him. Yeah. Fisting oh. him. Did he fist him good? Until, like? he, until he can't take it no more. How how did he do the fisting? Was it just straight forward? It was more was of an upward motion. A... Oh, okay. Yeah. At least wow. it wasn't with the shield on. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the shield was kind of sitting up, propped up on a wall over to the side while they were doing this. But uh, no, they made the shield watch. Yeah. So it, it, it starts off with the fight with Mister Hyde, uh, kicks his ass, and then he's like, "Ah, it's been a good day's work. Let's walk home." So walk on the sidewalk, in, uh, not in his costume or anything. Sitting on his front porch is uh, Diamondback. Y'all, y'all familiar with Diamondback? Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. So I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she looked pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. She's for, part of the Serpent Society. For, for, a, for a okay. And one of Cap's love interests for. Ever, yeah, pretty much. Well, apparently, you know, she's ready to reiterate this love because uh, she's like, ah, oh, you rented, it shows him renting some old movie, Yankee Doodle movie. Huh. Yeah. They, they've said, well, why at you least re-? it wasn't Song of the South. <laughs> <laughs> Which was what and, Blake uh, wish he was watching instead of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> so, you know, you, you kind of feel like she's oh, there. No. She's there for a reason, all right? She's yeah. there. She's to there. Go to the Bone Zone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I feel like it's something more than that. But she's going. She took a drive. She's going to start Pound off Town. with the Bone Zone <laughs> to get what she wants out of. Her. Are they married at this point? Nope. So he talks to her. He's like, "Hey, it's well, that's been not a- ethical at all." It's. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "It's been ages, you know." And she's like, "Yeah, it's been too long. We're a great team. We should uh, pretty much we should shack up again." Is what she's saying. Hmm. Uh, so he's like, "Yeah, cool. Let's watch this movie, and then then we'll do it." And uh, she's like, all right, cool. Well, next thing you know, Nick Fury chimes in on his little beeper. 
he's like, he's hey, been watching the whole time. Right. <laughs> Nick Fury sits in the closet and watches. But uh, he's got an eye on them. He asked her to go with him. They go meet up Nick Fury. He's like, hey, the senator is about to run for president. He's uh, more likely to win. Hydra's got him. Need you to go save him. Uh, and I think the Hydra place was in the Florida Keys. Uh, it, it specifically said... It's a nice Hydra retirement yeah, village. No, it specifically said in the comic, it's uh, right by the island that Marlon Brando owns. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Super so like, discreet. Right, they just threw that name up in there. But uh, So they're like, all right, cool. They go diving. They kick some Hydra ass, uh, save the senator. Uh, and it, something's weird going on with the Nick Fury thing. And all of a sudden, Nick Fury, it's almost like in uh, Black Widow where they have the mask you take off and it shows a regular person. Uh-huh. It's not Nick Fury. I don't know how he got on this ship up in the space that was shields and all this. They didn't explain. On a helicarrier? Yeah, what helicarrier is up in space? Oh. Yeah. So it was like a sword station. It's like one of the sword ships. Yeah. yeah. What, well, I know what that looks like, but it did not look like that either. It was better than a Milano, though. Was it green? So, <laughs> no. It actually had green lighting, but it was black. That was probably the sword station. <laughs> It looks like a giant bubble, oh, like a giant bubble mm. spaceship, mm. almost kind of like off of Lilo and Stitch, I could but, just, but black. I could just close my eyes right now, and I could picture everything you're saying, man. You're so descriptive. <laughs> so anyways, uh, they go save the senator, but you can find out that's not Nick Fury. They're, they're setting up Cap for going in and doing this. You don't know what their motive is. Uh, so they get the senator. They save him, him and uh, oh Diamondback. And so Cap's like, all right, my duty's done once again for the day. And... Uh, Nick Fury, the false Nick Fury, looks at the senator and they're like, "Do you think he knows?" No, he doesn't know. It was all set up planned. He got kidnapped by Hydra on purpose because it would make his approval ratings for voting going as president go up if Captain America saved him. So who was the fake Nick Fury? It doesn't say. Oh, it doesn't say. Uh, somebody just working for the senator. I guess it has pull a shield. I'm guessing. Uh, so then Cap goes home and then it shows Diamond back. She's walking into this apartment by herself. And they're like, did he fall for it? They're like, yeah. She's like, everything's going to plan. He walks in the room, Red School. She's working for Red School. Mm-hmm. And he's like, great. This is all work, uh, working according to plan. And it ends. Very enjoyable. It was short, but it was super enjoyable. So I really cool. hope they pick off that storyline somehow. Yeah. And that's this week on Make Mine Marvel. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> we're back now. Yeah. <laughs> the music was louder than me. <laughs> is there is there much sex in, in comics? Uh, yeah. They just like people just people amount, be fucking, man. Yeah. Yeah. They got Raw me. dogging all the time. Just yeah. Having having quality marriages and then having sex after marriage. Yeah. Like all good Christians should. Damn it, I forgot the new intro I should have done. You bet your sweet ass is Marvel. Oh yeah. The uh, from last week. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> I so love that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Ooh. So <laughs> I love I love our our awkward lulls in, yeah. in the podcast where like we all just look at each other. And we're like, yeah, ah, what are we supposed to be doing right now? Well, um, I mean, speaking of fisting that y'all brought up earlier, yeah, uh, let's go. Masters more... of the Universe, uh, second season, Fisto makes an appearance and he does says fist. a line about yeah. wanting to fist someone. Who does? Nice. Fisto. Really? He's Fisto? the Masters of the yeah. Universe hero. With you want to tell us a little bit about fist. it? 
I mean, no, because it, it's like <laughs> yeah, every episode, I seen it there's yet. only four episodes, I think five episodes, and every episode, something major. Yeah, turns. Gotcha. So, of course, I want to talk about it. I feel like you should. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to no, ruin it for people it. that do yeah. like it if I do. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Next week, maybe. Next week, yeah, we'll break, we'll break it down next week when we've had time to watch it. Goodness cool gracious. beans. Well, are y'all done? Uh, I'm not done. Jared, are you done? <laughs> I'm not a single bit done. Yeah. I'm ready to go. <laughs> We're struggling this week. I think this is the best one yet. <laughs>So this week on Are You Done, we have Jared and Danny uh, doing Red Hood versus Winter Soldier. They sit there and go at it for their minute arguments uh, alone with no inter- no interaction with each other. Then they get, both get uh, two minutes of going back and forth and debating. What an interesting way to explain worse? How what are you we're getting doing? worse at this? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, and then they get to finalize it with their, uh, their 30 seconds apiece. And then you get to go with the poll this following week to... See who had the best argument. Who's going to win for next week when we announce the winners? <coughs> yeah, and we'll give you the poll as often as we can. Yeah. <laughs> did we do a poll last week? No. Last week? Yeah, it went up. It did? Did it? Yeah. I've who won? Didn't it. See it. Me neither. Those are all really good questions. I'm just going to assume that I won <laughs> by default, so yay me. Let's do this. Uh, what a crazy week. Uh, <laughs> Jared, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> But, well, well. traditionally, um, I'm going to fucking get this whole thing back on my back. So, so traditionally, you start first. So that's what yep. we're going to start with. Okay. Is, is you, you beginning the, the one-minute argument. I'm so. down. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get this pony show going. And Danny Stark was a winter soldier. And here we go. So the winter soldier, Captain America's sidekick from World War II, Bucky, um, <laughs> was originally one of the most talented natural martial artists in the world, was brought on to fight during World War II. Because of how skilled he was as a combatant, they brought him in to carry out missions that Cap himself could not carry out, which were assassinations and coups and all of the dark, shady shit that Cap wouldn't do. That was Bucky's responsibility. Now, that was when he was a teenager, a 16-year-old kid, Then, flash Mm -hmm. forward to the future after he's been frozen in ice, unfrozen, got his arm replaced with a cybernetic arm, become trained as a master assassin and warrior and combatant, and then comes into the future as a super soldier in his own right to help defeat uh, America, really, um, before his... Before his what, Danny? Before his what, Danny? (sighs) That felt good. So, Jared, Red Hood, you ready? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, let's yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is this, uh... Yep, you're good. Okay, so Red Hood uh, comes from uh, DC Comics. Is uh, Jason Todd uh, was uh, killed by the Joker, resurrected in the Lazarus Pit by uh, Talia al Ghul, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and then he came back to Gotham uh, under the uh, anti-hero... Uh, moniker of red hood so i mean jason todd was the second of the uh, robins uh trained under batman uh trained under lady shiva uh as well uh trained with the league of assassins uh one of the very deadly fighter uh master of all sorts of combat uh this guy has taken on the likes of deathstroke uh mr freeze he's gone toe-to-toe with batman as well 
Uh, so, I mean, anybody that's been trained and uh, by Batman can fight with Batman uh, and uh, be able to defeat some of these characters is a very formidable person. So, uh, oh, wait, I still got 15 seconds left. Uh, also, also, he's almost single-handedly took down the Gotham underworld and bent it to his will. So, I mean, this dude's no pushover. He's, he's pretty much badass. I hate that thing so much. I love it so Whoops. much. All right. So, here we go, head to head, two minutes, and go. That was, wait. Oh, Heather left the music on. I couldn't get the music off. Gold stars for everybody. All right, head to head, two minutes, let's go. Always let Danny start first. Listen, so, listen, mofo. Listen, mofo. Listen, I know idiot. you think the Winter Soldier is a cool dude, but Jason Todd was literally trained by Batman. You want to talk about a by great By Batman, fighter. Danny. Bucky took the place of Captain America when he died and was a great Captain America in sure. his own right. And that's before he got the Infinity Syndrome Serum. The Infinity Serum, <laughs> his own super soldier serum, which sure. made him on the level of Captain America. Um, and as we all remember, the fight between Captain America and Batman ended with Captain America winning. Did it not? Oh, I it mean, did. that's me. That, that, so. that had a lot. That had a lot of fanfare going with it, Mofo. Well, I don't ba- care. Batman it's and canon. Jason Todd have taken on people with super uh, human uh, strength and, uh, multiple times and come out the victor. So your whole superhero strength thing doesn't really matter because it does. He's Jason Todd. Red Hood's a better combatant all around. He's better at weapons. He's better not at really. unarmed combat. I mean, he's not. He's not intended to be. That's uh, that's not eh, his thing. That's not true. Yeah, all, I mean, all, all of the bad no kids orphan. are uh, have uh, plot armor for the in their favor yeah well you know the the most important thing that jason todd has is daddy issues and bucky doesn't have that problem so he's definitely got an exploitable he's got only having a one arm issues so that's all i know the cool thing about uh the cool thing about winter soldier is that whether the arm is on him or not he can still control it so He's not only got one arm in the fight, he could have one arm out of the fight that shows back up for the fight. Like, listen, listen, it all comes down to this. Would you rather have been trained how to fight by Batman or uh, Cat, uh, Steve Rogers? Well, would you rather be trained to fight by Batman or be a naturally gifted combatant that doesn't need any training whatsoever? I don't care if you're natural you're or not. Once you're trained by Batman, your entire you, be- you become one of the deadliest of people. That. One of the deadliest people on God's green earth, man. Like, yeah, just- you also become such a giant crybaby that the fans vote you dead and- in, an, in a mail-in voting up, system. Up, up. <laughs> just gotta gotta bring in the the bullshit arguments. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, I mean, uh, I like don't worry, it's coming back around. And now Danny's going to oh, finish it up with his 30 seconds. Don't you fucking talk. So, uh, <laughs> you know how bad you are about that. So, anyway, I was getting to that. Jason Todd, famously, was in a storyline, the uh, Death in the Family storyline, where the Joker beats him to death with a crowbar, or beats him with a crowbar and leaves him in a building with a bomb. And Batman arrives just in time to see the building blow up, and fans got to vote whether or not Jason Todd survived that in one of the very first instances where people could call in and cast their vote, and he was unanimously killed off. (laughs) (laughs) And Jared... Put the finishing touch. So my opponent will uh, like to talk shit about my character, whereas I respect uh, the Winter Soldier. I think he's a quality combatant, but I don't think he stands up to any of the fighting prowess, uh, genius level uh, intellect of Jason Todd, which has been proven within the comics. 
and and just the overall fact that this guy has been trained by one of the greatest uh, fighters on any comic book, which is the Batman. So that's all that's all you really need right there. Uh, so he does he is smart. He's very smart. He once hacked into LexCorp's computer system. You know, how, you know how easy that is, Danny? Can you fucking get hack into that? I will not be silent! <laughs> <laughs> oh, are y'all done? Yeah, I guess I'm done. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> You know, I'm not even trying to insinuate anything, but for a guy that's all to, all time talking shit on Batman's plot armor, he really <laughs> stuck up for Batman. This yeah, argument. but when you do have that plot armor, you're, you you get to use it. Yeah, well, I love how it came down to how effective a one armed man was in an ass kicking contest. You know, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think that was an argument in your favor. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever, Aaron. When we have guests on, we'd like to let them pick our next battle. Who? What two heroes would you like to see? Uh, in the next Are You Done? Oh, man. Um, two heroes. It, to anybody, really? Is it? Uh, let's let's uh, stick with comic book heroes. All right. Let's, stick with, okay. let's go with uh, Superman versus the Sentry. No. Uh, we already went. Let's we do two other ones. Yeah, we, two we, other ones? Yeah. Let's, okay. That's okay. really yeah. similar to that. It's really close to one we've already done. We did, okay. we did Sentry versus Gladiator. Oh, okay. Has, all has Deathstroke been on one, or does he no. have a villain? No, nope, no Deathstroke. Deathstroke versus Punisher. Dibs on Deathstroke. Okay, <laughs> I get Punisher. Next week, listen to me uh, or, rip into Danny or, like a motherfucker. Or should we flip a quarter right now? No. Oh, no, make no, sure to bring up Frankencastle. Hey, yeah, this sure. this guy got Henry and, Cavill and Superman. Space, uh, uh, space yeah, Ghost Rider. What was the other one? He got Superman, Henry Cavill, Superman, and then you got another character that was like, Toby Maguire versus Andrew Garfield. That was a little yeah, and yeah. then there was another one that was like wasn't even fair. So I get Deathstroke. <laughs> That's an easy fight. That's so easy. <laughs> yeah. I'll just I'll Is literally it? go. It's Deathstroke, and then I'll be silent for the rest of the time, and I'm going to win. You won't. Deathstroke? I'm not even going to start with you, sir. We'll start yeah, next week. That's fine. That's... Uh, I I have an arg... It's... I mean, you can... Tune make... in next week for Are You Done? It's going to be a spicy one. <laughs> that's like, I got aces right now, and he's like, oh, I got 2-7. I'm all in. I call. Yeah, let's... <laughs> let's see what happens. That was a poker reference. <laughs> so, uh, Aaron, you want to tell us about your business and where you're located and... What? How long have you been doing it and everything? Sure, sure. I mean, I've been tattooing in Sykeston at Monster Tattoo Studio for 15 years, maybe 16. I opened in 2005 in Sykeston. And uh, we do a lot of comic <coughs> book-related tattoos. And, I mean, I love that kind of stuff, you know, comic book, cartoon, any kind of nerd-related stuff. Uh, been doing a lot of anime-related tattoos lately. Tight. Always done a lot of Dragon Ball, a lot of Naruto. Hmm. Uh, Trigun? I have never done a trigun related tattoo. Yeah. Me neither. <laughs> what, what what is your all time favorite tattoo you've ever done? I don't have an all time favorite. I uh, can't say an all time favorite because right. it, it changes. I mean sure, sure. when I see what I've got lined up for the week, I'm there's certain things that I'm like, Oh, I'm really looking forward to doing this. Right. And it'll be my favorite for that week. Right. You right. Know? I, I understand. Yeah. It's kind of like asking for a favorite it's, song or something it's, like it's that. It's definitely not any of the ones you've done on Blake's arm. 
So that's cool. <laughs> hey, no, what I is your like, least like, favorite like, of all the tattoos you've ever done? Like, uh, roll, roll up your sleeve. Least favorite, least favorite, longer. You know? yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Very cool. Well, cool. Well, I think that's us for the week. Uh, we actually ended a little early, guys. But, well, uh, we didn't have our musically. Inclined yeah, we did not have a week. Musical I mean, I'll week. sing if you guys want me to. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of uh, VeggieTales? I can okay, say that. Oh, no. so oh. I want to say, oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. We also have we to do. talk about this giveaway thing. Oh, yeah, we need to talk about ToyCon and everything else coming up. Oh, yeah, where is ToyCon? Uh, ToyCon is going to be, gonna be December 5th at the Jury Conference Center. Uh, it's going to be the very first toy show that Cape Comic Con is putting on. Okay. Uh, Ken Murphy is, is doing it. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal guy. Uh, he's got a whole bunch of stuff in the works uh, besides just a toy show coming up in Comic Con and Anime Con. Uh, but yeah, December 5th is going to be the first toy show. Uh, we will be there uh, as Buddy the Elf and the Grinch doing photo ops. And there's going to be over 30 different uh, tables set up with toy, different toy companies. So you definitely don't want to miss it. If you're, you know, you're worried about not getting your getting well, toys in time. I mean, I wouldn't know nothing about toys. Yeah. This guy's tattoo studio <laughs> is filled up with freaking collectibles toys. Mainly He-Man. Mainly but, He-Man. But I, there, there is a little bit of everything. His walls is a collage. Like, I have been going to you how long now? Oh, at least 10 years. I yeah. Mean. <laughs> and I, I, I think every time I'm in there, there's something new I find on the wall that's been there the whole time. Because it's just such a collage of everything and anything you can think of on the, on the freaking wall. But yeah. So we had a question submitted by a fan uh, through our email. Uh, oh, you found the email our, from our website. Yeah, we have an you email. Can, yeah, yeah. It's comicallyinclined1 at gmail dot com. King of the castle. Um, but also, castle. if you go to comicallyinclined dot com, there is a contact us section on the page where you can just go and send us questions, <laughs> yep. and uh, they will be sent to us. So this one was sent to us by Dover. Uh, it says, "Hey guys, long time listener, first time writer." I saw a post on Facebook the other day and thought I would be cool thought it would be cool to hear your guys' responses. Question. You can choose a superpower, but the first person to reply can choose a side effect. I would say my superpower would be teleportation. And go. I look forward to hearing your responses on next week's episode if you guys do that sort of thing. Regeneration. Wait, wait, wait. What so what is the what is the concept here? She's so one person picks a superpower okay. and then someone else gets to pick a side effect. A handicap for it, basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, teleportation to me has always been so interesting because it's been like the Star Trek uh, concept of when you're teleported from one place to another, is it really you that's coming back or is it just another version like, in, you know, so is it the same person or is it like the clone com complex where it's just a, you know, a, a copy of a copy of a copy? Uh, so And I, I don't know if teleportation could be considered in the same realm of that because you're literally just uh, dissolving all of your molecules in one place and then reimagine and then another one so but ben said Ramping you get a you get a year older every time you teleport oh yeah it's kind of like uh invincible the girl that every time she turned into the monster she uh she got Gets younger, younger. Yeah. Wait, what about like some form of memory loss like you have it like every time you uh teleport you have a potential to like not remember at least three months of memory every time you teleport because I, I think that'd that be would a real interesting that's concept. pretty savage yeah, yeah. but how about when you teleport uh, your shit doesn't teleport immediately. So, like, if you teleport and you need to run, then your feces follows you right after. <laughs> 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 so you, like, teleport and move, and then it's like... <laughs> 
Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible, terrible side effect of teleportation. What, what, what if uh, every time you uh, teleport, uh, you uh, potentially will teleport without any clothes on yeah. from one place to another? Or to the nearest occupied stall of a public restroom. Yeah. <laughs> you, can all, you, can only t- you can only teleport to mobile gas stations in the south. <laughs> so Blake said regeneration. What if every time you regenerate, your dick gets just a little smaller? <laughs> I guess I guess I'm walking to the bus then, because I, I, I can't afford that. So, yeah. Oh, that's rough. Oh. Welcome to powers you never use. I get, I get, I get to teleport twice. And that's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> that was regeneration. Oh yeah! Every time I you get, regenerate, I get to regenerate twice, and we're like good. It takes from your. <laughs> and I, it's always such an interesting concept too, because in the realm of of superpowers for for heroes, is like you look at somebody you like like Nightcrawler can teleport from one place to another, but what they don't talk about a lot of times is the fact that like he you know he is slightly stronger than the average person with you know better like better metabolism and stuff. So a lot of these characters like have attributes that also help with their stuff you know flash is not just fast he has super metabolism and a healing factor which allows him to be super fast and to recover from that stuff so there is like i mean i don't think you could just teleport and be fine like you probably end up having some weird issues no it exausts nightcrawler i mean and he uh, he's only line of sight teleportation right yep Yes, yeah. he, he can see he where can he's teleport. going. He can teleport without line of sight, but he doesn't because he can't guarantee he won't land inside of a solid wall. object. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then they they retconned it where when he teleports, he runs through um, the hell plane. The hell plane, yeah. yeah. Hell plane. Oh yeah, we've been through that painfully before. Yeah, I like this concept. I like this concept a lot. Yeah, Jared, pick a power, and then we'll shit on it. Oh, oh, right now or yeah, next yeah. week? Um, flight. Okay, you can fly, but only three feet off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> only for as long as you can urinate. <laughs> the urination is what causes the flight. Jesus. Jet propulsion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> you can only, you can only fly if you go whoosh. You have to make the actual whooshing sound. You can. I hate to keep going with bathroom humor, but you can fly, <laughs> but as soon as you land, you have the worst gas of your life. Yeah, <laughs> or the gas is what propels like, you. You can never fly and land and look cool because you're immediately just like. <laughs> yes, yes I like the whole urination thing. <laughs> you can only fly while you're pissing on others. <laughs> you would not be a superhero for very long. <laughs> this one's a little Dragon Ball Z, but you can fly, but only for as long as you can hold your breath. <laughs> Fuck Dragon Ball. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you pick one. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, <laughs> you can fly, but it but it makes a Prius sound. I want to say super speed. <laughs> super speed. Super speed. With really bad balance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super fast but dizzy. <laughs> super clumsy. <laughs> you you have super speed, but every time you move really fast, your vision is impaired. So like you don't really know where you're going. <laughs> Uh, that'd be fun. What about yeah. you? Oh, I'm gonna give one that's easy to set up humor with uh, duplication, like multiplica- multiple man. Yeah. <laughs> that one's really, really interesting too, because I've always found that concept weird. Like, is it? Does the original know who the original is, or 
is a copy of the one that could be continuing on. Like, well, with multiple man, it's uh, if the original ever dies, then one of the copies becomes the new original. Same with duplicate and invincible, isn't it? Yes. But let's see. Okay, so duplication. Uh, Every time you duplicated yourself, you got somebody pregnant. <laughs> Every wait, time. Wait, what are we talking? What is duplication in your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like seriously. You can duplicate, but your duplicates get amnesia as soon as you create them. <laughs> oh, I, wouldn't it be funny if it's like D&D, like a D&D character that every time you duplicate, the duplicate just can't stand to be around you and they run off in the first chance. <laughs> they hate you. Do you see Every time you duplicate, the, whoever, what, however many you duplicate, they try to kill you. Yeah, no, there's a good, yeah. That's the power you would want to use. Ever. Yeah, right. <laughs> It'll be a wasteless power. Yeah. Right now, if I don't duplicate at all, none of me is trying to kill me. Right. It's like, that's the worst power. But well, like multiple I mean, man standards, if a duplicate killed me, they become the alpha me. That's, that's right. true. You know? Imagine if you duplicated like 10 of you. Yeah. That'll roll. Then I have to fight them. Yeah. You know what? That is my idea of a good time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> want to duplicate me and fight me. Um, so, anyway, uh, I think that's us for the night. I want to say thank you to uh, Picture What Designs. Thank uh, you. They designed our logo, and they've been a great help with everything that we're doing. Yes? And we are still uh, – Keep watch out for the No Way Home giveaway we're doing. Yes. We will be giving away six tickets, uh, three winners. Each person wins two tickets. Uh, and keep track on our socials, too. Uh, if you're around here locally, listen to us. We, we will be giving away a $50 Mingo Wood Brewery gift card with two uh, $40 canteens. Uh, That's sponsored so by the Red Hood. Keep watching the socials, <laughs> and the winner soldier will give them to you. Uh so, Danny, you want to wrap us up for the night? Yeah, sure. Uh, also, on December 5th, we are doing Cape Toy Con. Blake and I will be dressed up as the Grinch and Buddy the Elf, and we're doing photo ops for people, so come and, by and check that out. And I will not be in attendance. And Jared's not coming. Um, but also, I want to say thank you to Drop the Mic DJ Service and Blake Hickman's Construction Company uh, for being our sponsors. And we, you know what? We'll see you guys next time.